Welcome to the Yet We Thrive podcast. We're your hosts, Jessica and Lindsay. Even though we're all part of this club that we never intended to sign up for, we are so glad you're here. We are a community for women who have lost babies or have struggled to get pregnant, and we're here to help you thrive even in the midst of these impossible circumstances. So join us as we show you practical and sometimes unconventional ways every week for how to thrive in this one crazy life. Welcome to the We Thrive Podcast. This is episode 59, and today we are continuing with our Call of the Midwife Quotes series. But before we dig into that, something that's frustrating us and something that's bringing us joy. Well, it's spring. I'm going to go with joy first. Spring is here. But the frustrating is allergies and rain and everything that comes with spring. Uh (laughs) (laughs) Um, So yeah, my husband and I uh, were born and raised in St. Louis. And when we lived there, I had allergies so bad. And my whole life and every time in spring and Adam never dealt with, with allergies and we moved here and it was the opposite. Like, okay, my allergies aren't really bad at all, but his are awful. Like just awful. Yeah. It's so bizarre. bizarre. And so sometimes I'm just cranky. I'm like, stop sneezing. Pull your nose. Take this, (laughs) take that. (laughs) I'm notorious for telling my family members, Go blow your nose yes, right now. Yes, I know. I can't. Stop I can't. Just sniffing over there. Oh my gosh! Oh. I'm the same way. I'm yeah. like, do you need to blow your nose? Like, go. Sure go does do sound it like right it. now. <laughs> Are you not noticing it? I'm oh, definitely yeah. noticing it. I have. Right. I have a quick and easy yeah. fix for that. Just go blow your nose. Yes. <laughs> but I'm so excited for spring. As we know, I'm not a winter person, and so I'm ready for spring. Oh, I'm ready for summer. Spring. Like, I'm ready for things to come alive again. Um, and bloom again. And so, um, yeah. What about you? My hair just, I I just, it's getting so long. It's so pretty. Oh, thank you. It, but it, my curls won't stay. So I have naturally curly hair and it was doing great for a while until we had, you know, the vid and now it's like, and I've heard that from people. Yes. My curls will not stay. Mm. And I'm like, What's well, happening? now it's like in this weird, like kind of wavy, not straight and frizzy and kind of dry. And I'm like, yeah. it's making me crazy. Ugh. So I just feel like I have a bad hair day like every day, unless I like do it, yeah. like straighten it or curl yeah. it or something. But then after that, even though I like put heat protectant in it or whatever, yeah. after I've done that, like when I wash it out, then my hair is like extra dry and brittle. And I'm like, mm. I don't even know what to do. It's so annoying. Yeah. So. I've been doing some like avocado oil treatments in my yeah. hair. Mm-hmm. I don't know if it's helped yet or not. Yeah, but it's just making me crazy that mm. my curls don't stay. I'm like, sorry, it's so fun. It's so frustrating. It's fine, whatever. Yeah, not the end of the world, but it right. is frustrating. Right. Um, but my joy is that um, I joined the worship team at church. Ah, yes, <laughs> it's my joy too. You know. I love it. <laughs> it's so fun. Jess's husband is the worship leader, worship pastor at our church, and so I love you know. it. It's so such a pretty voice. Fun. Oh, thank you. <laughs> I'm like so rusty. It's been, <laughs> it's been a hot minute. years <laughs> since I've sang on a worship team, but it's so much fun yeah. and I just love it. And Reagan specifically, my eight-year-old asks me all the time because she's on the worship team yes. too for the kids. And she's always like, do you like it mom? And I'm like, I love it. And she's like, 
it's so fun Aww. isn't it so it's just been like a fun so connecting sweet. point with yeah. her too to just like talk about like yeah oh, what certain songs are you learning and i'm learning these ones and Aww, it's that's just so sweet that's it's fun. so fun it's a part of my life that i've like wanted i put on hold for a long time because mm-hmm. it just didn't feel like the right time yeah. and then it just felt like no this is the time this is yeah it's gonna work out and it's mm-hmm. gonna be good and so yeah. it's, just, it's just really fun that's it's awesome like a fun little little thing that's great so um, so n- this week we're continuing our call the midwife quote series. Um, and just t- to put it out there again, it's just, this is an amazing show. It has helped me in my healing journey, but it took me 10 years before I could, well, nine years before I could watch it. Right. Cause I just felt too triggered. And I honestly feel like I could watch it a couple of years ago, but I was nervous about it. And so I didn't, but then I was like, you know what? I'm in this world. I'm hearing about stories, like heartbreaking stories all the time. And there are Mm -hmm. so many unique situations and they present like all the situations on the show. And so to watch it unfold before you in story form gives you a special insight. So when somebody contacts you and says, hey, this happened to me, you're like, oh, Oh, yeah, I know that that was fiction on that show. But like they did a really good job of portraying Mm -hmm. it. And I can kind of see it just helps make that connection a little Mm -hmm. bit. Anyway, it's been very good. So I took the liberty of writing down some of the best quotes in the show while Mm -hmm. I've watched it. And I know I missed a ton because sometimes when I watch it, I'm like so engrossed in it. And I just like don't think to write it down. Right. But anyway, today's quote comes from season three, episode six. And last week we talked about one of the characters, fiance's. um, He died unexpectedly. Mm -hmm. Well, in this episode, the character who didn't die she gets away from everyday life for a little bit. And while she's there, she receives a care package with letters and, and a cake from mm. her friends. And she says, people retreat from the world for different reasons. But if I had come to forget, I was not forgotten. And that I was remembered made the pain endurable. Mm. And that just struck me just like, that's so true. That yeah. Even though like you're walking through it and it's hard and it's yep. dark and it's scary and you feel like, there's no light at the end of the tunnel, mm-hmm. but somebody remembers you. It's like, it's like they came along and grabbed your hand and they're yes. helping you walk through it. Right. Yeah. Yeah. They're on that road with you. Yes. In some form of way. Yes. And it's, it's reassuring that you're not alone. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Or even like, I mean, this is like a stupid metaphor or whatever. It's like when you're playing a video game and like your health is down and then you find like the little first aid kit <laughs> as you're walking, like you pick it up and then you have a little bit more health and you can go a little bit longer and a little bit further. Yeah. I don't know who else played video games as a kid. I didn't play a ton, but I did play those ones. Yeah. And it was like, oh, I have more life now. Right. <laughs> That's what it's like when somebody comes to help yeah. you, when somebody mm-hmm. remembers you. Yeah. It's like that little boost mm-hmm. that you need to keep walking and to keep yeah. going. It makes it endurable. Yeah. Now, so many of our episodes are geared specifically for the women who have lost babies or struggled to get pregnant. But today we're speaking to everybody. I know most of our episodes, really, right. anybody can listen to yeah. and gain something from it. But like, look, <laughs> nobody wants to be forgotten. Right. Yeah. We don't want to be forgotten. We all want to be remembered. We do on yeah. some level and mm-hmm. not not always like by the masses or by everyone. Mm-hmm. Like I don't want to always be known as the miscarriage girl. Right. But that will always be a part of me. Right. You know, mm-hmm. and I don't need to always, like, I don't need for like thousands of people mm-hmm. to remember me, but like yeah. the people who are in my circle. Right. It's really nice when they remember. Yeah. Yeah. And we won't ever forget our lost babies. No. And we won't ever forget how badly we wanted to get pregnant, um, but couldn't even after we've been able to do so. You know, you have that, what's that called? Second fertility or 
there's secondary infertility infertility yeah um but even so many women who have struggled with infertility and then gotten pregnant their infertility the insecurity and all the trauma that they got during their infertility mm -hmm. sticks with them yes so it's not like you have a baby and then like everything goes away all of that is gone it's like you carry that with you for Mm -hmm. the rest of your life that yep I couldn't get pregnant right away. Mm-hmm. It, I had to take this path and this path mm-hmm. and this path and this path. And people just, I assumed that once they had a baby, it was like, oh, great. Oh, great. Problem Until solved. I was told by lots of women, yeah, that's no. not true, Lindsay. Right, yeah. <laughs> yeah. We still carry that weight. Right, right. Well, yeah, those things like miscarriage, stillbirth, infant loss, infertility, they stick with us for our whole lives. It's, they do. They're a part of us. They yeah. are, yeah. Mm-hmm. I know we've been talking a lot about in the last few episodes mm-hmm. about like the Lindsay and the Jess that we were mm-hmm. before and the Lindsay and the Jess that we are mm-hmm. now. And that's, that's just how it goes. Mm-hmm. There's just not a way around it. But we do, we always carry that mm-hmm. part of them with us. I, I picture, I'm a very visual person. And Me so too. like I picture it as like a mosaic piece, you know, like a mosaic piece. You're like, you know, if it's glass, you have all these broken pieces of glass. Um, and so like through our lives, we all go through stuff and, you know, but we have like, I'm not the same dress as I was before March 1st, Mm -hmm. but like there's a piece of that little mosaic of me in this big picture mosaic, you know, and it's beautiful. And, and so, yeah, there's little pieces of our lives that are always going to be with Mm. us and they make us the person of who we are today. Just like that little piece of glass makes that whole mosaic piece. Um, But yeah, that's a good visual. Well, I asked our team um, different ways that they've been remembered and mm-hmm. that has been like helpful for them. And unfortunately, <laughs> my Not so our great. first responses were like, well, nobody has remembered me. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, oh that sucks. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. I remember you. Yeah. Um, but Casey said that she, re- she feels remembered when she gets asked to go to the pumpkin patch or bake Christmas cookies with the kids, mm-hmm. like with kids that she loves. Right. Um, and then Shara, she said that it was just little notes of encouragement that people would give when they knew that she was going through a hard time or mm-hmm. had a fertility treatment coming up. Right. Um, and then several pe- people would send her songs that reminded her or made her think of it. Like there's the song made them think of her situation. Mm-hmm. Um, and some people gave her some helpful books and so those are just yeah. ways that like yeah s- music speaks to me me too so yeah. if somebody like sends me a song and was like hey i heard this today and thought of you yeah that like does something in my soul mm-hmm. and that's just i mean that takes like three seconds yeah mm-hmm. but it's that you were remembered right that's what it is like i remembered you i thought about you mm-hmm. yeah when i heard the song and i wanted to pass it along because yeah. i just thought that it would mm-hmm. help you too sure. or make you yeah. feel something right well i know for me I have a friend who every May 2nd will drop something off on my porch mm-hmm. and it's a little bit different every year and it's just like, yeah, that's it. You know, mm-hmm. with just a little note card and she just remembers May 2nd is when I delivered Judah and mm-hmm. we didn't even know each other when that yeah. happened, mm-hmm. but she does that for me and then she delivers like similar situation except different type of type of pregnancy. Mm-hmm. She had to deliver her baby at 20 weeks and so every year in January I drop something off for her on her porch and Mm -hmm. it's just like little things like that um or I had a friend who I knew but not super well we didn't hang out all the time but she would just randomly text me and be like hey I've just been thinking about Jude a lot this week and I just want you to know that you're not the only one who remembers him I remember him too and Mm -hmm. just that like yeah just makes you think like wow people do see and Mm -hmm. they do remember it just feels sometimes it feels like it doesn't affect the people around you right right and it 
It really yeah mm-hmm. does, mm-hmm. and it's nice to be reminded that yeah. that people remember. Yep. Um, Jamie and I, our team member, we were actually talking about um, traumatic things that have happened that have had a favorable outcome. And a lot of times people think that if you had a favorable outcome, it's fine. Mm. And you shouldn't be like triggered anymore Mm -hmm. or you should like shouldn't feel the pain from that anymore. Mm -hmm. So, for instance, her two year old at the time last summer had a really bad rare case of E. coli. Yes. He almost died. Mm -hmm. It was horrible. Horrible. I cried the whole time. Yeah. He's like my nephew, my like other son. Mm -hmm. And it, I mean, it was horrifying. We didn't know every moment Mm -hmm. what was going to happen. Yeah. And he's better. Mm -hmm. He made it. He's one of the few that have made it. Most Mm -hmm. of them don't. Right. And he is getting better every day Mm because he's still, even though it's, Several months ago, right. there are lifelong effects that it will have yeah. taken a toll on his mm-hmm. body. And she shared on Facebook um, a little bit ago about how she was watching House. And it went to a hospital room and the beeping of the machines all of a sudden sent her into just like uh. this downward spiral. It totally triggered her because she just, it was like she was back in the hospital room uh. waiting, listening, hoping that it kept beeping. And... We don't talk about that a lot yeah. because we think, oh, well, he lived. So, so everything's fine. Everything's fine. Yeah. But we forget to talk about, mm-hmm. oh, no, that was super traumatizing. Mm-hmm. You went moment by moment wondering if you were going to go home without mm-hmm. your kid. Yeah. That is so traumatizing. Yeah. And there's so many things that are going to trigger that thing. Mm-hmm. And like for me, I almost died. Obviously, I'm happy. Mm-hmm. I'm mm-hmm. alive. But. A big trigger for me is when I see other moms with young kids die Mm. because I'm like, well, that could have been me and that Mm -hmm. maybe that should have been me. And that it sends me into this whole like it's always been sad, but it's a whole different level Mm -hmm. for me now. And that was like that was actually what made me go to therapy was I Mm -hmm. watched a story of two moms who died like there was like a video montage or whatever. Mm. And I spiraled out of control. Like, yeah, I was like through the roof couldn't stop crying couldn't settle myself down it was like I was back in that place Uh, again and fighting for my life yeah to stay alive for my kids my kid at the time yeah so we don't like that's something too like remember those times for Mm -hmm. people like remember that her son had to fight for his life Mm -hmm. and that was really really hard Mm -hmm. remember that and say man that was a really hard time I'm so glad that he's better now yeah Remember those times too. Remember the struggle of how hard it was for them to get pregnant. Right, right. Because that's months and years of their life mm-hmm. that they're like planning around and trying to get pregnant. And that's so hard. Remember that with right. them. Yeah. I'm so glad that you are where you are now. But man, those years were hard. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That was really hard. Again, it goes it back to validating. Validate yeah. them. Mm-hmm. Let yeah. them know like it's okay that that was hard. It's right. okay that. Mm-hmm. And, but often it feels like the people around us tend to forget, like we said, and while we don't require or expect everyone around us to remember like our due dates or Mm -hmm. birth dates or every month with a negative test, it always feels good. But when, when, when people remember with us, um, it makes it, it makes the pain endurable. Um, it never takes it away. It never makes it easy, but it does make it more endurable. Yes, it does. Um, and so, yeah, it's always, it's always nice to know that you're not alone. So, yeah. um, and 
that you're not sitting on that day of the due date thinking, am I the only one thinking about this? You yeah. know? And mm-hmm. so it's nice to have your community around you and remembering with you. Yeah. Um, so what are some ways to remember? So ways to, for you to like, remember your friend, mm-hmm. um, just shoot a text. If you know, mm-hmm. you don't, you don't have to know the exact mm-hmm. date. Yeah. You could be like, I know it's I know this, it month. this month. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I just want you to know that mm-hmm. I love you and I'm praying for you yeah. and I'm remembering your baby too. Mm-hmm. Or if you don't even know the month, just when you think about it, if you yes. think about it, mm-hmm. just text them. Hey, I was just thinking about you. I know mm-hmm. that was so hard. I love you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's all it has to be. Mm-hmm. Um, and then like we said, dropping something off on somebody's porch. Mm-hmm. Uh, I like to like, I used to do this all the time and I need to get back to it, but you know, when you have a contact in your phone, mm-hmm. it has like a note section. Uh-huh. And I like to write down like, okay, people's favorite drink from Starbucks or like, That's a great idea. Um, like their favorite candy. And yeah. so like, and just like conversation, I'd be like, what's your favorite ice cream? And like, I note it in my phone Ugh. or if like, you know that they went through a, a bad time, whether like their mom died or their uh-huh. dad died or the, you know, what we're talking about here. Um, I note it in my phone, like this month, this happened. You're so thoughtful. <laughs> and so then I have it in my phone. Yeah. Um, so then like, if they're having a bad day, I'm right. like, oh, I already know what they love from Starbucks. Like, or I already <sighs> know what kind of favorite flower is their favorite. That's an excellent idea. And I'm going to do that. <laughs> I used to do it all the time and That's I need to get amazing. back to doing it. I did it when... Um, I first uh, was a leader for high school girls. Like we went around the room. I had them write down things that they like. And then I put it in my phone. And sometimes I'd randomly like drop something off at their house or something. But I just waste time and spend 20 minutes scrolling through text messages until I find like, oh, they sent this here. Or look through the Instagram account (laughs) and be like, oh, yeah, they posted about this drink. Yeah. (laughs) This just make you guys, we have to work smarter, not harder. And so I'm just here to help you through that. That's why we need Jess. <laughs> but those are some great ways to like yes, put in your phone, like in their contacts and everything. So, yeah. but send a letter, yeah, send a card. Mm-hmm. It doesn't have to be a text message. Sometimes it's really nice to just get a little card, card in the it mail. Is. You can just go like and get a stack of blank ones, yeah, and just keep them yeah. at your house. So that way, mm-hmm. if you need one, just to send and. Yeah. Everyone loves snail mail. Right? Yeah. It's amazing. It's fun. Um, one thing that I did this last Christmas with um, Shannon and Casey, our team members who uh, have struggled with infertility, I just asked them, I sent them both a text message just all together. And I was like, hey, I know this time can be really hard for mm. you this year. We're doing a lot of things together as a family. Is there anything you would like to do with us? That's that, good. That you feel like you would be missing out on. Right. And they both sent me different answers. And that was a great way for them to like, gave them the opportunity mm-hmm. to invite themselves into whatever. Yeah. And so then I made a point to Shannon wanted to just like get coffee and drive around. So she came to my house. We all got in my car. Mm-hmm. We went to Starbucks and each got a cookie and a drink. Yeah. And then we just like drove around and looked at the Christmas decorations yeah. in people's houses and just talked. And it was right. so fun. That's awesome. And then Casey wanted to come over and make Christmas cookies with us. Yeah. And so we invited her over and she made Christmas cookies with us. And so like, I think we, I think we think we can't ask those things. We can. Yeah. Ask those things. Ask them, mm-hmm. hey, Easter is coming up. Yeah. I know you mm-hmm. wish you had a baby to celebrate with. Right. Yeah. What do you want to do with us? Yeah. Is there anything you'd like to do? Yeah. yeah. And there's no pressure. And that mm-hmm. was another thing that I said to you. I was like, there is no pressure. You are have my feelings. no expectations. Yeah. I just want to open up the invitation. Yeah. That, you know. Mm-hmm. Or 
again, for somebody who's struggling with infertility, if you know, like, their cycle, mm-hmm. send them a text and be like, hey, I'm praying for you this month as mm-hmm. you take your test. Let me know. Right. Or if you know they have an appointment coming up, send them a Starbucks gift right. card so they can go get it on, on their, their way, way there or yeah. on their way back mm-hmm. or whatever. Just like. It really is just loving people well. <sighs> and sometimes, is. like, we freak out about it and we overthink it we do. and it's so much harder than it is yeah and it's just like yeah. just love them well love yeah. our people well and yeah. um be involved in community so you know when their appointments are and you yeah. know like ask them questions mm-hmm. um, you know a great thing to do too would be to ask your friend whether it's infertility they're struggling with or they've just suffered a loss call them up and say, Hey, I'd like to take you to dinner and let's just dream together. Mm-hmm. And you can go to dinner and you can talk about things that mm-hmm. aren't necessarily related to baby things. Mm-hmm. What do you want to do? What do you want to do this year? Mm-hmm. Is there something that we could, could we go on a girl's trip this year? Would mm-hmm. that be fun for you? Or would you like to do like a brunch every month? Mm-hmm. They're like, what kind of things do you want to do this year? Because sometimes that pain, sometimes they're only like their brain is only able to right. focus on that. Yeah. And so you kind of have to like pull them alongside mm-hmm. you and just be like, let's dream outside mm-hmm. of this, you yeah. know, and what are some things that can bring you joy yeah. while you're sitting in this, you know, yeah. and I love the like once a month coffee date. Like you right. said, like that's great, you know? Yeah. So, yep. What are some ways to remember your baby? So I have a friend. She actually was one of my youth girls. Um, oh, yeah. And so she, uh, I just, her, very unfortunate, but she lost um, both of, she had two stillbirths back to back. Um, and one thing she does, and I just love her heart in this, but one she thing she does is like, so like, I think, um, with DC, she lost him on the 27th. And so the 27th of Mm. every month, um, they eat pizza because that's what she craved. And so, and she invites her friends in that, that, you know, like, Hey, it's the 27th. You can eat pizza, like Mm -hmm. join us or whatever. Um, I know a lot of women do like, uh, random acts of kindness mm-hmm. and you know stuff like that um but yeah I I just love the how she remembers by like eating what she craved on that date yeah. every month I love that we had so we lost my cousin unexpectedly mm-hmm. he was 28 I think mm. um last November and his sister for Christmas made everybody candles and she made them like in a scent that she thought he would have liked mm-hmm. and then she said at first she was going to give them to us just to like remember John mm-hmm. every time we lit them. Mm-hmm. But then she was like, but then I got to thinking we've all lost a lot. Mm-hmm. So she gave us name tags that said, hello, my name is, and a marker and told us, write the name of whoever you want to remember when you light this candle and then mm-hmm. put the name tag on the candle. So we have this candle in our house that says Judah Oliver, Arthur, and John. Okay. And so every time I light it, I just think my boys and my cousin. And it's just like, it's so simple, but that was just like the most thoughtful Mm -hmm. gift she could have given. And I think that it helped her to process through her grief too. Oh, I'm sure. Yeah. So even things like simple things like Mm -hmm. that, or you guys have a brick, right? For baby daughter. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So in St. Louis, there is, um, an organization there and they have like an angel of hope and in Mm. this park they have all these bricks and you can like buy a brick and put um your child's name Mm -hmm. on it and everything and so um a lot of times we if we're home like Mm -hmm. around the month of march or august we'll go and put like roses on the angel or just go and like have lunch in the park Mm. and 
Um, so we really enjoy that. And we still like every Christmas we hang up a stocking mm-hmm. for him and it's just, I just couldn't bear to like, for some reason the stockings thing like really like bothered me yeah. every year. Yeah. And I'm like, I'm just going to put one up. Just put like, up. I don't really, like, yeah, right. this is where we're at. And yeah. I want all my kids stockings up there. Yeah, and it's like I a little it. miniature one. It's like crocheted and it's really mm. cute. Um, but that was one thing that I was just like, that was hard for me. So I'm like, I'm just going to do just it. Gonna do like it. another thing that's hard for me is when I see like a lot of people put like numbers in their house and like, I really like that. Oh, it's like, so cute. Yeah. And I'm like, okay, so should, do what I do five? Do I, do I do six? Like, and I'm like, yeah. for me, I was like, I'm just going to avoid it. Like, me too. And so me I'm too. like, we just don't do that. We but don't the do stocking it. thing, I was like, we're putting a stocking up. You can do that. Yeah. That's not complicated. It's not right. hard. Yeah. Um, going back to like ways to remember your baby mm-hmm. um, as you're talking about that as we were talking about the brick, I think I thought about, we buried Judah mm-hmm. because he was stillborn. Right. And so he has a grave site. And when we go there and remember him, we, we remember yeah. the twins too. Mm-hmm. It's just kind of like right. the collective space for all yeah. of them, which by the way, I hate going. I hate it. I hate it. I would never go again if mm-hmm. I had the choice. <laughs> right. It's just like, it's just a physical Reminder mm-hmm. of like what's yeah. been ripped from yeah. me, right? And so I've never been like that. I've always like it feels good to visit somebody's grave, and it feels like yeah, closure and mm-hmm. like peace. Mm-hmm. With my sons, it's like I can't do it. I do it for the people who I love, right? Who that's a comfort to them, right? And so if if that's a comfort to you, awesome. Please mm-hmm. do that. That's just something that I don't love to do. But for a, a few years, my cousin on May 2nd would go to his grave and leave balloons for him and then text me a picture. I'm like getting choked up just thinking about it. Yeah. And just the thought that the fact that she went out of her way to go buy balloons, Mm -hmm. go visit his grave, leave them there Mm -hmm. and then text me on that day just was like, wow. Yeah. Like Mm -hmm. she is honoring him so much. Right. My dad tells us he goes there often Mm -hmm. and we'll just go and just sit by his grave. And just knowing that is like, I'm yeah. not the only one grieving mm-hmm. this baby. Right. It was like a real life that mm-hmm. was lost. And yeah. It's just, that's a good, that's a right. great thing. Yeah. You, know, you don't mm-hmm. have to go visit the grave site. You don't have to go visit the bridge. Right. But like if mm-hmm. you do. Right. If you do tell them. Right. Because that yeah. means like mm-hmm. the whole world to us. Yeah. My um, sister, she actually just sent me a picture last week um, of the brick and she went to the oh park. Oh um, Yeah. She's. um yeah, so it was really sweet that she did that and yeah. um, that she thinks about them. And, so sweet. Um, yeah, it's just reassuring, like, yeah. okay, yeah, it was not, <laughs> that was not just, like, a bad dream. Like, it really right, happened. Right, it really happened. I mean, it was a bad dream, but, it you was, know, right. like, it really happened and people um, love him just as much as we loved mm. him and it, he was a yeah. life and, yeah. you know, and so, yeah. Yeah. Um, other ways you can remember your baby, I got a tattoo of Ooh. Um, everybody's birth month and then I got forget-me-nots for the boys. And yeah. so it's like, I keep telling people, like, I can't have a family photo of all of us. Yeah. But, like, this is a representation mm-hmm. of all of us together. Right. And so that's just, like, a way for me to remember. I don't love, like, having the dates tattooed on. Like, yeah. there's nothing. If that's what you want to do, do it. And that's awesome. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I didn't want any dates on my body. Right. But I was like, this is, like, a pretty visual mm-hmm. visualization. Yeah. Um, I also have a mom ring with. Seven stones on Mm -hmm. it instead of four. Yeah. So those are ways, you know, some people Mm -hmm. will like 
write their baby's name in the sand when uh-huh. they're on the beach and they'll ask other people to do the same and tag them on mm-hmm. social media. Um, there's just so many like creative ways mm-hmm. to do it. And some of them involve spending money and some of them are totally yeah. free. Right. Mm-hmm. So there's just so many ways that you can do that. Yeah. What are some ways to remember um, your dream of a baby? I love to journal. Yeah. I don't do it as much anymore. Um, but I did a lot after yeah. we lost in, um, yeah. Yeah. That's a great way to do mm-hmm. it. And just to, or to document your journey and mm-hmm. to look back and, um, Shara, our team member who's struggled with infertility for Long nine time. years, yeah. she just got pregnant recently. Mm-hmm. And it's like, I cried harder when she announced than I did with any of my own. Right. It's amazing. Um, but she's been documenting her whole journey mm-hmm. and just, you know, all of the shots and all yeah. of the medication and all of the hormones and mm-hmm. all of the appointments. And it's been so beautiful to watch mm-hmm. that she was doing that and posting those things even before mm-hmm. she had the positive. Yeah. And just doing things like that. Just even just like giving yourself a pat on the back for doing mm-hmm. it. What No matter what the end result is. Of right. Like, you know, I tried a bunch of new things Mm -hmm. and it was really hard and it was hard on my body, but I did it. Mm -hmm. I really chased after that dream and just acknowledging that about Mm -hmm. yourself that you walked this hard journey. Like that's a great way to remember Mm -hmm. your dream of a baby. Yeah. And then I think even beyond that, it, you can dream of other things too. Mm -hmm. dream of things that you can do without a baby, Mm -hmm. you know, traveling and, Maybe pursuing a new job or moving yeah. or investing somewhere, investing your time and your love and your mm-hmm. care somewhere else. There's yeah. just so many different things that you can do. That leads us to our Thrive Tip this month, which is to bloom. This month, we want you to compile a list of areas in your life that you want to bloom. So what is something that has felt dead or asleep for a long time that you would like to wake up again? For me, mm-hmm. it's reading. Okay. I like, I love to read, but I haven't forever because mm-hmm. four kids and whatever. But I made a goal to read at least one book a month mm-hmm. this year. And it's just been so fun. Yeah. Like, it's just, mm-hmm. I've been reading with my sister, Shannon. We've been kind of like reading the same books at the same time uh-huh. and not really talking about them a ton, but yeah. a little bit. Mm-hmm. And just like knowing that somebody else is reading the same thing as you, it's just oh, yeah. like fun. Yeah. And I've been talking to all my reader friends and being like, okay, what book should I read next? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So it's just been like a fun outlet yeah. for mm-hmm. me. And I just wish I would have done it sooner. Yeah. Yeah. What about you? Well, I love creating, whether yeah. that's creating like space in my home or creating organization sy- systems. But, um, I used to really, really love video- videography. Oh, yeah. And, like, before, um, like, our first year of marriage, I, like, did, like, little clips of, like, videos throughout our whole year. And oh then I, goodness. like, compiled them into a video. I and so that. I have, like, only one disc. Because after I did that, then we had our loss. And it was just, like, my whole world was turned upside down. Right. And I didn't want to capture anything about this. And Yeah. Um, but I still do, like... I have clips that I take randomly like on my Mm. phone and I'll like upload it to Instagram or something. But I really want like to go back and make the DVD and like be able to watch it back. And so um, I really want to do that. If I'm not creating, then I just 
I drives me crazy. Me too. Like I need me to too. be like have, creating have something. Yeah. yeah. And mm-hmm. so that's my outlet, but I would love to get back into like just being more creative, like with yeah. videos and stuff of our family and things that we do. And then like yeah. making a end of the year video. So. Ugh, that would be amazing. What yeah. a gift. That would be such a gift. Yeah. So we want to hear from you guys too. Let us know on social media. Um, as always, it brings us such joy when we get to hear from you guys and what you're doing and what you're, um, the steps that you're taking. Yeah. And so um, we want to know like what you want to bloom in. Yes. But also we want to know like ways for people to remember you right? or for ways to remember your baby or your dream of a baby. Yes. Like, we want to know all of those, all things. the things. Yes. So don't forget to ch- check us out on social media on yeah. Instagram at yet we thrive um, to keep uh, in contact there. But thank you so much for joining. Um, we can't wait to see you guys next week. Thank you so much for joining us on the Yet We Thrive podcast. If today's episode had any impact on you, we would love it if you would take a screenshot or write a quote to share on social media. Don't forget to tag us at Yet We Thrive so we can see. We would also love if you hopped onto your listening platform to leave a review. These things will help us to spread the word and keep on thriving. Until next time.